Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Hey, we're back for another day, another Your Daily Scrum. That must mean it's time to answer one of your questions uh, that many of you have been sending in. So <laughs> it's just awesome, Todd. We're seeing a lot of people shooting in a lot of questions, uh, hitting that like button, following us. I think we've doubled the number of followers in like a week and a half. Yeah, it's so awesome. Keep it up, everybody. The more likes, the more follows, the more questions, the more content we can do for you. So, Todd, what do we have this week? Yeah, so there's a lot to unpack with this question. Um, I think, in short, uh, the sprint backlog cannot change during a sprint was, was kind of like the pretense of this. Like, can the sprint backlog change during a sprint? And so I think I'm just going to read the, uh, can I read the comment? Is that oh, right? yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, so it says, for my whole life, I thought that the sprint backlog shouldn't change the same as the sprint goal. It could harm charts and possible work to do, but that seems like it's not true. Let me explain what I mean. I thought that during sprint planning, the team has to create all of the tasks and the whole sprint backlog. I thought that changing the sprint backlog during the sprint is strictly prohibited since any new task might add some value or at, or at least be time consuming. Suppose any developer can add more tasks. Let's ask for clarification from the product owner. Uh, in that case, it can actually be more effort. Thus, a three-point story may end up with eight points of real work. So eventually, we have, uh, we have next things. Developers wouldn't try to estimate properly since sprint backlog is flexible, and you'll always be able to re-estimate. And uh, we will not be able to give an accurate forecast. Could you help me with these? Should the sprint backlog be fixed or flexible? Wow, Todd, that's quite a question. I, you know, a, a comment that I, I drop a lot in our classes, you've probably heard me say this way too many times. You cannot plan complexity perfectly. Stop trying. Um, and so it's a really good question. This is a common question. There's a common misconception that the sprint backlog, once it's created in sprint planning, it's committed to, it's fixed. We don't change anything. We don't add, we don't delete. And uh, I think we're both aligned on this. We actually covered a lot of this in our book, Fixing Your Scrum. Um, it is emergent. The sprint backlog changes constantly. In fact, Todd, the daily scrum, that event 
I mean, your, your sprint backlog can change every day based on the outcome of the daily scrum. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And, you know, as you're saying, I think this is a common, uh, well, it was really a common misconception before, right? That the sprint backlog can't change. And I always like to think of it like this is, um, do you ever have that one thing that you, you had a misconception about that you were going to do? Like, I think it's only going to take me an hour to fix this bug, right? I think it'll only take me an hour to fix this bug. And then, uh, four days later, (laughs) you're still trying to fix it. Right. Or you realize that fixing that bug required a full regression testing of the software that you're building. Right. Right. Uh, so I, I, I think that uh, what you said is that you can't plan compe- complexity perfectly is absolutely true because we really learn the most about the work while we're doing it. Right. While we're doing it. So uh, so I, I think that I think your first comment there was great. Yeah, there is a comp- a commitment component, though right? The scrum team commits to a sprint goal, not the sprint backlog, right? If a, if, if a, if a scrum team commits to the sprint backlog, they're committing to scope and we can't see into the future. We don't know how things are going to change and emerge. And we're solving complex adaptive problems with scrum complex, meaning we can't plan perfectly for them. Adaptive means they're constantly changing. Just because we set, we start a sprint doesn't mean the problem's holding still. The market can shift, new events happen. We learn something and so emergence is our friend, right? So we can we can edit, we can update, we can delete things from the sprint backlog for the whole sprint. But if the one thing though we cannot change, the one thing we cannot put in jeopardy is that sprint goal, yeah. right? So move your commitment, shift it up to a sprint goal, learn how to use those really well. And uh, yeah, let the sprint backlog change. Todd, there's another piece of this question that I heard that I really wanted to address too. You know, there was a concern about messing up the metrics or the charts right. or having weird data. I'll tell you what, man, burn the burn down charts right there, <laughs> yeah. right? Stop yeah. worrying about, about metrics and, and, and burn downs and achieve your sprint goal, deliver value. The metrics will flow and follow from that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting when it comes to that. Would you rather have a really nice looking chart or a really good product? I'll choose a good product any day, right? This stuff is scoreboard stuff. It it's is. not important. It is. And now I say that though, because um, there are different methods that a scrum team can use to be empirical about how they're doing, right? Maybe right. progress towards the sprint goal, or maybe um, maybe an overall how how they are with a forecast that they're that they're working towards, things like that. So I think that it's okay to have charts, and it's okay to use those for empirical evidence and improvement as a scrum team, but I mean, are you trying to have a perfect looking burn down chart or are you yeah. trying to deliver products? And I think that's why, you know, you're wearing that shirt, why we really believe in burn the burn down chart, right? Because what is it really telling us? Is it like, it's not really telling us anything. I don't see a value component anywhere on that chart. No. And that's what we're interested in. We're, we're trying, look, when you adopt Scrum, and then we'll, we'll cut this one short because there's probably five videos embedded in this. Uh, when you're adopting Scrum, you're trying to be opportunistic in the marketplace. You're trying to figure out what your customers want, and you're trying to deliver those things as effectively as possible, right? Yeah. And if your metrics are, are, are keeping you from doing that, got to change your metrics up, got to change your program. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have to give one last comment on this um, because it says uh, we, we will not be able to give an accurate forecast. Well, here's a, here's an interesting way of looking at it. If, if you assume that the sprint backlog is fixed, right? And first of all, I'm going to say that that's probably going to lead to a lower quality product. 
And the lower quality of your product and the more undone work that you've accumulated, talk about ways to really not be able to have an accurate forecast. Um, how you get to a point where your, your forecasts are completely inaccurate is when you're filled with technical debt, when you've accumulated a whole bunch of undone work, that, then you really don't know where you are and have zero ability to forecast. So I think going back to the original point, you can't plan complexity perfectly. And the sprint backlog is emergent. Yeah, stop trying. The sprint backlog is emergent. Uh, the sprint goal is what we commit to. There you go. So we, we appreciate that question. Todd, who sent us that question? Um, Caleb Space Rum. All right, Caleb, we appreciate the question. Yeah. And for all of you out there, do you have a question about Scrum that you'd like to see answered on a future Your Daily Scrum video? If so, leave us a comment somewhere down in this. I'm not sure in, in where it's going to end up, but somewhere in this space, right? Somewhere yeah. down below, we, uh, we, will, we look at every single comment. We reply to most. Uh, if you leave us a question, a comment, something you want answered, perhaps, who knows, it could end up on a future episode of Your Daily Scrum. Yeah. Right. Cheers, everybody. Yes. Thanks for being here today. We appreciate you watching. Be sure to smash that like button, subscribe to the channel. Make sure that you know every time we go live, uh, the more people who like and subscribe, the more content we can provide. And so share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your teams. And uh, yeah, let's keep uh, working on getting our Scrum a little bit better. So we'll see you tomorrow on the next edition of Your Daily Scrum. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.